This episode is brought to you by State Farm. If you're a small business owner, you know that it isn't just your business, it's your life. And whatever your business might be, you want someone who understands. That's why you might want to check out State Farm Small Business Insurance. Why? Because State Farm agents are small business owners too, living and working in your community. That means they know what it takes to help you personalize your policies for your small business needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Wow, that guy means business. Just an amazing player. No, not him, the sports photographer behind him. Uh, what? He has a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where he earns 5% annual percentage yield, so he's scoring big on and off the field. You might even say he's the MVB. MVB? Be? The most valuable business. Making your money work harder. That's how you business differently. Intuit QuickBooks. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes are in APY. APY can change at any time. Hi, everyone. This is Pivot from the Vox Media Podcast Network. I'm Kara Swisher. Free Aunt Becky. <laughs> what are you talking about? Free Aunt what? Becky. What? She was sentenced to prison today. Her and her. Oh, mom. well, I feel so badly for her. Two and months and in five no months way in the big house for Aunt Becky. Well, you know what? She pushed the, you know, the other, uh, Felicity Huffman was just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What can I do to make it up? And she got off, right? And now Aunt Becky went further than most people, I think. But nonetheless, she was very defiant in the face of the fact that she really did something bad. Um, I'm not sure. That's a long prison sentence for Aunt Becky. So, too, I love Twitter because it just it just it inevitably comes back to haunt you. And these are tweets from Felicity Huffman and yeah. Lori Laughlin, uh, respectively. Felicity yeah. Huffman put out a tweet before the controversy. Anybody know any good back-to-school hacks? <laughs> that's right. She I actually, remember that. That's yeah. her tweet. Yeah. And then Lori Laughlin's tweet was, some things are more important than money such as doing the right thing. Oh, true, yeah. true words. Yeah, I never tweet and things that like that. That was her tweet. I never tweet. I'll tell you, though, they are going to class up whatever big house She's they end up going. in. She's not going. They'll do something. She has they'll, impeccable the Coronavirus. Fashion. They'll make a coronavirus exception. Like Michael they'll Cohen at, is home. There's a lot of people week. home. I agree. Yeah, they'll be out. Her husband is dreamy. Is Thank he? God's yeah, they're dreamy. dreamy. They're jeans. He's like a jeans mogul or something. They're both very – they're going to class – God, that's going to be the best. Speaking of classing up the joint, here's the, yeah. here's the irony. Uh, Pivot right. won two Webby recognitions for best business podcast year, the people's choice and the actual judging, which means right. the fancy people like us and the people like us, the real people like us. And at the same time as we're getting this award, Joe Rogan signs a multi-year licensing deal with uh, Spotify and gets Oh, my God, we got $100 million. $100 million. Oh, wait, no, that's the guy that sold the Spotify. <laughs> no. We just got a He did not get a Webby, thing. but he got the 100 What the hell, Scott? What the? What is going on? Yeah, you and your awards. That's not putting table. I got that's three. That's not putting food on my table. Let me just say I got three. Let's not. By the way, three is what I got. But anyway. Yeah, what did you get? Uh, uh, best HBO. technology. Best anymore. ad. The ad I did with Gavin Belson. Um, the Gavin Belson character. It was my great. My ads are so much better than yours. My, this was a that. particularly good ad. It was funny. It, we we mm. were Pretending I was doing an interview with him, and it was very wonderful copy. It was really, it was very creative. Giving awards for best ads. Listen right to now. me. Listen to me. Why didn't <laughs> yeah. we get the hundred? Let's focus on the fact we love the oh, Webbies. Yeah. Thank you so much. We've never been more thrilled in our lives. But I'd like to just real quickly. I'm very serious, Kara. I would like to thank our dozens and dozens of fans. Dozens. I'd like to. We have lots of fans. Don't say that. We have great. Yeah, fans. I know, I know, I know. Let's talk about Rogan. Everyone's Rogan. Hearing us talk so about ourselves. no, but seriously, talk about this. What's the deal? What's what is what is our future? What is the future of podcasting? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is this is a big deal, and it, and it reflects. A couple interesting trends, some old, some new. The old trend that it reflects is that advertising sucks. And mm. anyone with any money is figuring out a way to opt out of advertising. If you get... But there's advertising CP- on this thing. He's not going... There's going to continue to be advertising on it. You know that, yeah, right? Yeah, I know. I but, know. So it doesn't no, suck that point. badly. Okay, that's go ahead. Point. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Okay, so if you're lucky in podcasting, you get ads at a CPM of 20 or $30, meaning that for every 1,000 people that show up, an advertiser will pay 20 bucks or a download. So that's mm-hmm. two or three cents. So effectively, and this is what media has been doing forever, media thinks that you're just a fucking loser in the sense that you're willing to endure this shit for two or three cents. And what technology has done is it's liberated consumers who've said, you know what? I'll pay 12 cents to avoid advertising on a podcast. I'll, I'll pay 40 cents to avoid all the advertising on Modern Family, which is the abil- their ability to monetize it. 
And so you have this emerging industry, or not even emerging, emergent industry that has said, we'll figure out a way to use technology to get a credit card through an app store or Apple TV or Amazon Prime or Hulu, whatever it is, or video on demand that says, all right, would you rather, there's so much margin in this because we're only getting 11, 20, 49 cents of, of money to pelt bullshit out you telling you you have restless leg syndrome that if we can figure out a way to charge you a buck or two bucks, there's margin for the technology players, the carriers, all kinds of stuff. And this is essentially the kind of the most popular content, the most popular ad-driven content. He was making around 30 million bucks a year, supposedly, has found somebody who said, okay, we're going to liberate your users from this ad-supported ecosystem. The other thing that's... Well, it's not, though. He's going to continue. It's going to continue to be free. He's coming off of, of, of YouTube. It is not going to be behind a wall. He's going to, you know, it's a licensing deal. He's not an employee of Spotify, which is not going to produce it. Uh, so it's a little different. I, 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 I thought Spotify's at first. Spotify's ad-free, isn't it? Spotify's ad-free. No, not for the free, not for the. Um, uh, oh, not for his one? Not for not for the not non-premium. For the, paid, uh, the free one? Yeah, exactly. And so there's ads here. And what it is, I think it's, it's I thought for a second it's it's their Howard Stern moment, you know, with the. Yeah. Um, when Howard Stern moved over, um, and I think, so yeah, yeah, and so I think that it's not quite that because he's still going to be available. It's just that it will bring in maybe more advertisers to Spotify, which is not its focus, and at the same time push people to premium um, uh, because I think the catalog will be there. I think that's where they'll put behind the, the walls. But they'll do the a premium model. I, I yeah, think they'll yeah. end up they'll end up with one ad supported model or a model for seven or ten minutes and then for the full thing. I would be shocked if within three years Joe Rogan isn't sort of behind a wall and the only way you access Joe Rogan is to be a subscriber to Spotify. That's where the money is. They just Every dollar they get in advertising is worth X. Every dollar they get in subscription is worth three to six yeah, X. Yeah, so yeah. There's well, just they're, so they're much pushing incentive to move shit behind a wall. What's hardest for Rogan here is coming off of YouTube, which I'd love to have known yeah, the, the behind the scenes of that, like that YouTube didn't really push to hold him in some way. You know that this was he had to have been in extensive talks with them, presumably, because he's been a sort of a mainstay on there. Now they've got lots and lots and lots of creators on YouTube. Um, and 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 Spotify is cherry picking this one off. Um, do you? Uh, what does it say about podcasting? Does it does or nothing? Oh does gosh. it say? What does well, it say? Well, that's the big trend. The, the bigger thing here is that the most the most valuable companies in the world that have to that are worth between you know eight hundred billion or one point three trillion, mm-hmm. um, ranging from Facebook, which by the way just hit an all time high, to you know Apple, um, Amazon, and uh, Google. These guys. Effectively, they have said, okay, the key is selling more search words, more handsets, and more paper towels, as, as you pointed out. And the way we can do that is through emotion and loyalty to our platform, our operating system, our devices. And the highest, the most emotional content that has the highest NPS scores is actually is media's content. So Netflix has incredibly high NPS scores versus mm-hmm. you know, your cable companies. So they went into the business of strengthening or cementing that emotional connection by creating video content and buying in music and all of these things are very powerful. And with, with the thing about podcasting is that when you're in people's ears, you do create a pretty strong relationship. Yeah, you do. And every podcast yesterday went up in value 20 or 30 or even 50% because just as nine women can't have a baby in a month, there's certain podcasts, including ours truly, that have built a following Mm-hmm. That no matter how much money they have, they can't build it overnight. So you're, you, yesterday you saw every big tech company and Spotify pull out their pencil and said, what podcast do we want to be in? Because they're going to start snapping them all up. Even Spotify, who saw their stock up. Yeah, that was fascinating. Biggest stock, they spent $100 million, supposedly, for this, but their stock was up $1.4 billion yeah, on the move. So they're like, okay, let's go do this 100 times. So you're going to see you're going to see well, it's not going to work a hundred times. He's a special character. I mean, he there's a couple podcasts that are really big like his and pot, you know, and controversial. Not just that he's he attracts a lot of attention. You know, he's got his weird conspiracy. He even talked about it in the New York Times article. He's got this conspiracy edge. He's he's got controversy around. Sometimes he says things. There was one thing he said about a movie theater. It was terrible. Um, you know, uh, in a, in an Af- in an Af- every American every podcast in the top one hundred just became an acquirer yeah. enterprise asset Acquirable. yesterday. And before mm-hmm. that, everyone was sort of cocking their head and saying, "Well, it's it's a great world for podcasts. We'll see." Mm-hmm. These things all of a sudden, 
And quite so frankly, who are the players? Very quickly, and then we'll get on to other things. What's that? Who are the Who are the buyers? Who are the Who should we oh, expect well, phone and, calls from, Scott? And first, lovely, first and f- lovely bottles of champagne. Well, obviously Spotify, but first mm-hmm. and foremost, Apple, Amazon, and also Google, as they try and get people more attached to their Amazon Show, to Alexa, to Apple Music, to Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. You're also going to see cross. What's interesting about the Rogan deal is that you could see. Um, Spotify trying to figure out a video offering that pushes him up. You could see, I mean, the most likely That's acquire, the interesting part, the video offering. Agreed. And and you could see Amazon starting to acquire podcasts, and then and then you would be able, when the podcast came up, just as there's been small little innovations. When I play my Amazon show, when I play when I play Sean, Sean Mendez, it plays mm-hmm. the lyrics automatically. Right. You could see when you play a podcast, it starts showing the video of it and mm-hmm. maybe even some charts to help illuminate what the podcast is about. But podcasting is another one of those things where a small niche audience and Netflix invented the power of the long tail or showed the power of the long tail that these companies might go after. So I think any podcast in the top 100 is probably, uh, you know, potentially an acquisition target now. And unfortunately, what it's going to do is the best podcasts are probably going to get bought or for an irrational price. Mm-hmm. And it's going to leave all the other guys who've built great podcast businesses, all the carriers, you know, all the the Wondries, the mm-hmm. those guys. Unfortunately, Vox is going to they're going to have to increase, even pay even more to retain top award winning oh, talent. It's award winning, and Maybe. because the guys with the big pockets who can monetize it elsewhere are so showing what up. What number are we? Podcasts. What number are we on the on the list? What number are we? Oh. Well, I saw in. We're big in the UAE. In the UAE oh. and Argentina, those are our biggest <laughs> markets. We're like in the top 30. Everywhere else, we're like in the top 200 in terms of podcasts. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I like that you yeah. keep charts. You look at our charts. I don't look at our charts. I just like no, I'm obsessed that. with affirmation. I, know I don't are. like people, but I'm desperate for their yeah. affirmation. All right. Well, this really is interesting. Pathetic. So so what, what we got, we have to talk, Scott, obviously. That's really, it's yeah. got to go we on. We do talk twice a we week. Got, here. We do. <laughs> I mean, secretly. Everyone has to listen. And everyone has to listen. That's what's different about our talk. Location under a, you know, in the dead of night. That's what I'm talking about. Wow. To meet somewhere with masks, of course. Anyway, it's a really interesting time. We will see where this all goes. What do you uh, think of this? You're, I mean, uh, Kara, you are, if there is a queen of podcasting, you're it. What do you I think of this? I think it's interesting. I think I was very early to understanding this. I I think I, I sort of kicked myself that I didn't take more advantage of it because I had the initial insight that was correct around How long have you been doing podcasting? Five years, five hundred and twenty-five recode decodes. Um I think it's uh I think it's I think it's it's a I think when people talk about podcasting is over, this I think they're idiots. And I'm like, fine, it's over, get out, like kind of thing. I think it is a I, I noticing the fan, the fan base is fascinating. I literally walked down the street and people like this week Four joggers, Kara, where's Scott? Like, it's really interesting. And it's not that, like, love me, love me. It's that they love it. They, lo- they love no, the I product. No, I think you're the friend. There's something yes, very intimate. Yes, they love intimate. the product. And I think we have a good product. Yeah. So I'm very I'm very bullish on us, Scott. You and but I the being medium, together in the our dysfunctional relationship till the end of time. What? The emotional connection yeah. you make when you're in someone's yeah. ears and you're just talking over an extended period of time and not using tricks to try and say, and next up, the person yeah. who killed JFK or whatever yeah. it is, or you're not trying to create yeah. rage for a click. That intimate, calmer relationship, basically big tech has discovered that is another that is another way to cement the relationship so they'll order more handsets well, and and yeah. and paper towels. I just and, think it's I think it's more simple than that. I think it's good content and not everybody can do it. That's the other thing. Everyone thinks like a lot of people got into the interview business and have fallen mm-hmm. off. You know what? There's it's, we do have a, an unusual rapport and it's special. And so not everyone can do it. Go on. I'm just saying. It's, unusual it's, 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 and special. I, 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 believe me, no one is more unusual surprised. Unusual and special. <laughs> no Most women is... describe my relationship <laughs> as one of those things. No that. one is surprised more than me that you are the follow-on to Mo- to Walt Mossberg. I just cannot believe it. But here we are. Walt. Here we are. You know, Walt was my last partner. Like, I had a partnership. We had a really successful, really good rapport. And I think it's the rapport. Yeah, I, think I can't I, live up to that. That guy has a lot of No, but you're different. It's integrity. different. You're like, my, you're like my third marriage, essentially. Um, anyway, wow. you know, the interesting one at the end. Wow. Um, so let's move Does on. Does Amanda know that? <laughs> You There's can, no reason we can't all she's fine. coexist. She is fine with you and George Conway. That's how she feels. She's like, how are your boyfriends doing? I'm like, well, very well. Anyway. Me and uh, George Conway. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Well, I love him on Twitter. I love, he's my Twitter boyfriend. I just God, him. you know him and Kat. What's her name? Oh, I don't know Kellyanne. I've never met her. Kellyanne. You know they have just the 
fucking hot as no, sex. No, you know what? Oh I'm going to move God. on. No, I don't think Can you imagine case, how they go at it? No, I Trump's do not. Trump's an asshole. You're hurting my career. <laughs> Throw down, you bitch. Oh, my God. Okay. They must go at that, it. On that note is exactly oh why God. we're going to make, a, like, if he made Literally, $100 million, we will make a smaller amount. They could power them. a small this city with why. the sex they must be having. Okay, now we're going to go to Big Stories. Amazon is reportedly in talks to buy bankrupt JCPenney now. Speaking of exciting relationships, uh, that yeah. is not a sexy relationship, I think. JCPenney declared bankruptcy on Friday, announced it would close nearly 250 stores. Uh, now it's reported that Amazon is in talks with JCPenney to make a deal in which Amazon could proliferate its branded clothing and possibly some of its brick-and-mortar stores into a warehouse space. That would be Amazon's most notable brick-and-mortar buy since it took on Whole Foods for $13.7 billion a few years ago, and that turned out pretty well. So uh, it also said it was teaming up with Vogue to create a new designer fashion storefront, a market the company's been buying for years. Is what? Why does they have to buy everything, or what? What, what do you think about this particular buy? I think it's. I, I have to again think about it, but I initially I'm like, what? But I'm not sure I should do that. Oh, it's a retail bankruptcy, or bankruptcy was sort of invented for retail, and mm -hmm. it's it's a very yes. attractive construct. And that's why PPP is stupid. We should let companies go through bankruptcy, but that's another talk show. But with bankruptcy, with retail, you get to go in and get out of all the bad leases, which are usually a big part of the reason why you're going bankrupt. You get to renegotiate the existing leases. And I'm trying to give an analogy here. Carnegie Mellon, okay. a, a great school, a good brand, yeah. but it has an amazing faculty. Mm -hmm. So it, the faculty or the personnel are bigger than the brand, if you will. Okay. And uh, department stores have the best management of the most underrated sectors. Uh, they have actually really fantastic e-commerce. Macy's is a multi-billion dollar e-commerce company. JCPenney's uh, has actually very strong e-commerce. Sears mm -hmm. had strong e-commerce. These guys are very, you know, they were very, they're very strong in terms of e-commerce. What they're getting here is of their, I think, 850 stores, they'll keep 200 or 300. Mm -hmm. And they'll, they're, I'm not even sure there'll be stores. They'll just be really well-placed warehouses that they'll can turn yeah. on in 60 days as yeah. opposed to two to three years. Inexpensive real estate already with distribution facilities, right. et cetera, et cetera. It's a really, it's, I think it's an aim at Walmart too. Like this is how Walmart, they're creating the next Walmart. That is what I think. Because it's, you know, Walmart's been such a successful business, including technologically. But, you know, they, and he, they've been trying to, innovate here but i think it's a really interesting way to get into that i'm process. just glad we're not gonna have to talk about it anymore remember about 10 years ago all we talked about for two years was greece going out of business and creating contagion across europe and we just mm -hmm. talked about it. it's like i've been waiting for jc pennies to go bankrupt for 10 yeah. years because i'm just sick of talking about it it's yeah. not surprising they went yeah. bankrupt it's surprising it took this long but the other thing the other thing that amazon mm -hmm. will get here is uh, jc pennies actually has some pretty strong uh, a pretty strong apparel business, and they mm -hmm. have some great private label brands. One of the fastest yeah. zero to a billion brands in the history of apparel was uh, Arizona. Do you know what Arizona is? No. It's their denim brand. They got oh, sick uh -huh. of selling Levi's, and they said, we can do this. We yeah. realize our, yeah, our access or custody to the consumer and our ability to merchandise uh, means can we can build anything. a denim brand. And they, they built a billion-dollar business around yeah. Arizona denim. So they have private label brands. They're pretty good at apparel. These are warehouses. What would an Amazon jean be called? Gosh, I don't know. Yeah, I know. They uh, listen. I, when I'm in the store, just Bezos. Bezos. Bezos feels like a fun product. <laughs> Bezos is a fun product. Um, you know, maybe for a line of. Um, I was thinking kitchen equipment. Then I was thinking of personal devices, as you as you might imagine. Anyway, um, the uh, this is an interesting thing because I was just in the Whole Foods and I was noticing. Uh, how much stuff is Whole Foods now? How much stuff is Whole Foods branded? And I go to grab it because the price is, the price differential is massive. Like it's really quite, it's, a ha it's half. It's, it, yeah. it, the, I was looking and I was sort of looking at two, I think it was pasta or something. It was, it, whatever it is, in every aisle, there's a choice. And it, the, the price differential is amazing. And the quality is fine. Like, And so it's a really interesting question of whether you would... Jeans is, is a different thing because I think people like the fashion idea behind them and, and very careful because I know my kids buy brands on some things and not on others. Um, but it's definitely... I think it's right into the eyes, of, right a shot right to the, to, to the face of, of uh, Walmart. Well, according to Amazon, they never go after anyone. They're just focused on the consumer. But yeah. you're probably right. But JCPenney's is, they've got good e-commerce. They pick up they pick up really well-located warehouses, good private label apparel brands, and they get it on, you know, pennies on the dollar. And you're seeing this. I mean, this is just, 
the markets, and this feeds into a larger story, the markets are up, right? And and the NASDAQ is up for the year. And I interviewed Aswat the Motorin mm-hmm. on my TV show premiering tonight at 10 p.m., No Mercy, No Malice. But anyways, he talked about the market. And he said, I said, it just, just makes no sense that the mm-hmm. market is up. The NASDAQ has decided the world is a better place today than it was January 1st. And he said, well, the market, sort of the wisdom of crowds basically is saying there might be a rough year or two years, but in three or four years, yeah. we're in a better place. And one of the reasons we're in a better place, quite frankly, is that JCPenney's goes out of business and those assets become better assets use. of Amazon. And better Amazon use, is yeah. able to produce five times the number of dollars on the same human capital as JCPenney. So what the market's basically saying is that this culling, is good. once we get through the other end, we're going to have a set of, of stronger fighter, you know, leaner Although, Although the question is what becomes of all the people, as you, you talk about corporations. Oh, it's not good for society, people. but the NASDAQ Because like, I think it was 42 per, There was a story in the Times saying 42% of the jobs will not come back, which is amazing. Like the, this culling has a personal price. Um, what's interesting is that you now you didn't think last week that they should buy uh, Neiman Marcus, though. Yeah, I don't. I you know see because they're in this high fashion idea with Vogue. Why not do that? They're in a lot of fancy malls. If I show up to the liquidation sale at JC Penney's, am I buying them? I mean, they're not. Buying is a buying is a very amorphous term here because if 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 Amazon goes in and quote unquote buys it, they're going to buy some of the real estate. They'll take over some of the brands. I mean, this is this is a few different people at the bargain bin. This Mm -hmm. is. J.C. Penney's was. It, I, I don't know what the the, the structure of the relationship is going to be, and how much of the firm they'll actually keep. They're not going to keep the brand. Yeah, no, the, not at all. Why would so, you? and if they close seventy percent of the stores or eighty percent of the stores, and they lay off seventy or eighty percent, are the they really key. buying the company? They're yeah, buying the yeah. assets. They're buying, They're buying the assets. assets and possibly some of the technology and the people, some of the people. Yeah. It's just it's just to sort of plug and play for them, and, and as they as they please, as they please, and that's what they'll do. Although they they've been, they haven't closed a lot of Whole Foods, which is interesting. They haven't. I don't think there's. Well, no, Whole Foods was a growing healthy company, though. Yeah. Whole yeah. Foods. Whole Foods yeah. was on the way up. J.C. Penney's. Yeah. I mean, gosh, J.C. Penney's been dying for ten Although, years. On the whole, now I haven't been in J.C. Penney's forever, but um, Whole Foods is not as good as an experience as it was when it was owned. But is that right? People. You don't think you think it's 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 degraded? It's degraded. It's degraded. It's um, it's still better than say a Giant Food or a, or a Safeway. That is certainly true. But in general, and the prices are lower for sure because of all these Amazon products, these Whole Foods products. Yeah. But it's not. Uh, the people look relentlessly under siege, the workers, and it's just, it's a different, you can feel it. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel the same. It had, it had sort of this fun sort of, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's not the same, it's not the same It was store. a nice place to hang out. Well, yeah. I mean, Whole was Foods fun. was, was the only grocery store in America where you would go buy something and then stay there to eat it. Yeah. Like I don't stay there. I mean, not, not because of coronavirus, but it's just, it's a different store and it feels like a different store. And like, you can make a joke, like I often make a joke when I'm checking out and I said, making Jeff Bezos richer and Every employee is like, like that. Like they're not happy. They're like, they don't go. Yeah, Jeff Bezos is great. They do not. And they actually, there's a look like that comes like a dark look. Like they work for the for the for dark. You want, you want my Whole Foods story? Yeah, sure. Really quick. True story. Really quick. Okay. Yeah, which means it won't be more longer than eleven minutes. Okay. Uh, we'll sell more underwear ads. So, <laughs> uh, I was going to a dinner party. This is just after I'd moved to New York, mm-hmm. and I was going to one of these, you know, fancy dinner parties. And I thought, okay, I got to get a bottle of wine, and I and I bought some cheese and a bottle of wine, trying to pretend I'm more yeah. Goshen I am. And I they had the most beautiful, like giant, bulbous, sexy. I think red grapes. And I picked up just this massive, like, clump of them. And I walked up to the checkout with my wine and cheese and grapes. $17. And I set the grapes down. And she said, uh, she said, are you sure? And she weighed them down. I'm like, yeah. And and I said, and I said, and I stopped and I go, how much? And I'm not joking. She said, it's $31. Oh, wow. And I think this is one of my better moments. Low bar. I grabbed one and ate it and said, how about now? Did that's my Whole Foods story. That's a good Whole Foods story. That's my that's Whole Foods story. Foods. $31 of grapes. Oh, man. My you introduction to New York. You bought them? You bought them. I'm yeah. glad that you I said, like to signal. Sure? I like to signal my, my worth as a mate through You're, expensive You are fruit. not any more attractive because you, you look like an idiot for pay, spending $31 on grapes. Hey, hey, I got a Webby. Listen. I got a Webby. <laughs> I got three. Anyway, yeah, all right, then we we're going we're gonna to take a quick break and come back to talk about Saudi Arabian investments in big companies, because that's happening, of course, and a listener mail question. 
This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You've heard it before. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. But it's more than just a tagline. Because State Farm agents are small business owners themselves who live and work in your community. And if you're in the market for small business insurance, who better to work with than an agent who understands what it takes? State Farm agents can help you create a personalized insurance plan that fits your small business needs and budget. Talk to your local State Farm agent today about small business insurance. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wow, that guy means business. Just an amazing player. No, not him. The sports photographer behind him. Uh, what? He has a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where he earns 5% annual percentage yield. So he's scoring big on and off the field. You might even say he's the MVB. MVB? The most valuable business. Making your money work harder. That's how you business differently. Intuit QuickBooks. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes are in APY. APY can change at any time. Welcome back, Scott. You great Thanks, lover. Girl. Grape lover, Thanks, lover Number of three. expensive grapes. Number three, three the future ex Mrs. Awards. Galloway. Three awards, too, by the way. Anyway, this story, you had one. Just let me just make that clear. Yeah. This next story suggestion actually comes from Ashan, a pivot listener in Sri Lanka. We have fans in Sri Lanka. In Sri Lanka. We're, we're big thing. in Sri Lanka. We're big in Sri Lanka. I think we're probably little in Sri Lanka, but we have a fan there. So, anyway, Saudi Arabia's uh, public investment fund, PIF is what it's yeah. called, has been on a spending spree since the pandemic started. Uh, they've snapped up about $7.7 billion worth of shares in some major companies. They bought uh, the, the $300 billion public in PIF, bought stakes in Boeing, Facebook, Disney, Marriott, and Starbucks. It also invested in two big banks, Citigroup and Bank of America, and oil giants BP, Total, and Royal Dutch Shell. Well, they're on a spending spree, a discount spending spree, although some of the stocks are not that far off. Uh, what do you, what do you think about this? What is your thoughts on the Saudis coming, these thuggish, horrible, uh, especially led by MBS, coming in and doing this? So, so I'm still I'm still kind of conflicted around whether I, I don't have the same what I'll call it, issue with them buying stock as you do. But um, the look, they're buying great companies. Some people would argue on sale, although they're not buying Facebook on sale, which just hit an all time high. Mm-hmm. Disney, you know, companies like Disney, Boeing, th- these companies are royal, even um, even a. Uh, uh, Royal Dutch. I think uh, I think petroleum-based companies are probably great buys right now. These are really one well-run company. When we mm-hmm. companies, when we decide to 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 build solar farms, you need trucks and f- fuel. And anyways, my point is they're getting. I think it's great. They're getting. These are long-term investors. I think in terms of fifty and hundred-year timelines, mm-hmm. and these are outstanding companies with strong management. Some of which are kind of 20, 30 percent off of their high. So, yeah, I think it's all right. So, they're doing this. And of course, they were before trying to be on the trying to be edgy by doing the vision fund, which, of course, uh, Masayoshi Son said, uh, uh, you know, he was like that he made a mistake. He compared himself to Jesus. I didn't even understand the comparison. Um, Jesus was misunderstood as yeah, okay. No, he wasn't. Everybody understands Jesus. No one understands we work evaluation. Um, it, what, what, what they were in that they were doing those things and putting money all over the place and Uber and various yeah. places. So this is like a, a flight to quality or, or stability. This feels like this feels very Warren Buffetty actually. And I know exactly. they've been in. I, they exactly know they've right. been in other things, but they were sort of being more splashy around the more uh, risky funds. They've lost all that money. Yeah, this is this is a return to quality, flight to quality. Uh, you're not going to get fired for buying Disney. And yeah. it's just, whereas you might get fired or dismembered for, for losing whatever it is, $40 billion back yeah. in um, Masayoshi San. So, it, like, Vision One is in their rearview mirror. I think, I don't know, they make some crazy amount of cash every day, just from the oil they sell. Mm-hmm. And they're smart investors. I, I've had limited exposure to some of the sovereign wealth funds out of the Gulf, mm-hmm. and they're incredibly impressive, smart, you know, thoughtful, rigorous investors. Um, yeah. So it's yeah. This is you're right. This Buffetty is exactly the right way yeah. to to describe this. Yeah, and they're so also they tend to be good shareholders. They tend to be they tend to show up and be very supportive, and they're long term shareholders. If you're a company to a certain extent, other than the dismemberment and the other than the dismemberment, the, I don't know. I had a lot of people worried in Silicon Valley to be affiliated with the Saudis. I I, I thought that would take two and seconds then they cash for them their to check. move on. Everyone That's pretends right. exactly. to give a good goddamn, and then they cash their check. Yeah. Yeah. But from just from a shareholder standpoint, they're long-term shareholders. 
They're usually very supportive. They don't show up and heckle the cheap seats. They're not looking at the short-term swings in the stock. They usually, from a, just a, a, the pure semantics of a, what it quote-unquote means to be a good shareholder, they're considered very good shareholders. All right, but what about the other stuff? Come on, you can't like abandon. I, I get it. I get it. Do you think Uber? Uh, do you think a tech company should not take sovereign money out of the Gulf? I have said so. I have no, said they you have think to. they shouldn't. Well, I was at I was at an interesting dinner party. Those are my dogs. Sorry. Um, there, there. I was at a at a dinner party where um, uh, I can't stop them. Did you bring from. grapes? Did you no, bring I did grapes? No, I not bring grapes. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let my children eat thirty one dollar grapes. Anyway. Um, because they're like, they were like, they like eat everything. They're like Hoovers. Um, you lost my train of thought. I was at a dinner party where they were talking about this money, like different yeah. money that they were getting. And they made it, they they stack ranked people. And I, I described this in a column, like, oh, Singapore is good money. And, you know, they're a little bit, you know, they clamp down on people and human rights, but that, you're not human rights on personal privacy rights, but they're better than this group and better than this group. And then, you know, down near the bottom were the Russians and the Saudis at that point. Um, and so it was sort of a stack rank. And there's people at the bo- that take the Saudi money now. I mean, I don't think certain people in Silicon Valley would, would pause two seconds. In it's all over the money. valley. And, and, and here's the thing. I understand if you're going to, you know, my sense is you go all in or all out. And that is if you're not going to take Saudi money, then what you want to do is you want the government ideally to say that we're not going to let this, this government or these funds invest here because you're disarming unilaterally against your competitors who have access to cheaper capital who can use that to jump out ahead of you. And if you don't take their money, if the U.S. were to say, all right, we're not taking Gulf money, and mm-hmm. I get the argument, and I think there's a solid argument and we should have it, that all that's going to do is increase the valuation and lower the cost of capital of Chinese internet companies. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it, I don't think it's cut and dry. I don't, I don't know if I were a CEO, if I were the CEO of a fast growing company, and as is the case now with the internet, where it's more about access to cheap capital, that is the weapon, that is what built Netflix and Amazon, you want the cheapest capital. It's like, okay, am I good for me? I'm going to be moral. And my my competitor, it's not moral to go out of business. It's not moral to be crushed by a, a big tech company. And one of the keys to that not happening is access to very cheap capital from good shareholders. And as, as shareholders, they tend to be good. So I, I I'm I think this is a I think this is a tough one. And I think CEOs, I think the majority of CEOs who are thoughtful and have good boards. I think it's difficult to decide you're not going to do – I mean, you're going to not – so they shouldn't yeah, – none of these guys it. should have taken SoftBank money. SoftBank money. Well, in this case, in, in this case, in this case, this is public investments. They can't really stop it. Someone was going off against right. Disney. I was like, they can't stop the Saudis Yeah, they can't. You sell your stock, public. period. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they can agreed. decry it and decry – they could say something public. We don't like these oh, these people no, they're who are not buying our stuff. They're not going to say anything. And it's hard. I mean, I think about it a lot. The other day, someone asked me uh, – if I would take money from News Corp, and I said absolutely not, I just wouldn't. Because I, I, but I have choices, right? I'll have choices for jobs and things like that, and uh, and I wouldn't. I actually would make. But what if, if you had shareholders? More. What if a lot of people well, who I don't didn't know, have hold on, that's fair. who didn't have Go the ahead. luxury of living the fat life of Kara Swisher, and <laughs> you had a lot of shareholders, a lot of employees with options, yeah, and. At the end of the day, your job is to serve as a fiduciary for all stakeholders, not to impose your morals and your political, your geopolitical, mm-hmm. um, you know, your viewpoint on stakeholders and employees who are all looking to make a living. It's just I would still do it, and they they'd know it going in. Like this is what you're getting with me, and if you're right. with me, this is, you this, this is what you do. This is what you. This is what happens when you roll with the cat. <laughs> That's when right. You roll with we the will cat, not be hanging out with pick. Rupert Murdoch. I had a really interesting meeting with someone from the book book person and I was they were lovely and they knew they knew that was like I will never you could back up the truck and I still wouldn't take your money and it was really interesting from one of their companies and so uh, although I might take their money and then give it all to like Australian climate change relief and say something publicly or there's ways to do it it's a really interesting question in this case Disney Marriott Starbucks Boeing Facebook cannot stop the Saudis from buying but it is interesting shift away from things like the vision funds and I don't think they'll be back anytime soon to those funds. Uh, they will be back, but they will not be back anytime soon. Anyway, yeah. Scott, we've got a listener question. Roll tape. You've got, you've got, I can't believe I'm going to be a mailman. You, you, you've got mail. Hey, Scott and Kara, Jeff Gadway here from Waterloo, Canada. Interested to get your takes on Disney head of streaming Kevin Mayer going to TikTok as CEO and COO parent company ByteDance. With streaming becoming a key way to help Disney extend distribution, many considered Mayer to be a strong contender to replace Iger, or at least a pivotal part of their leadership team going forward. What does his departure mean for Disney and for the future success of Disney Plus? What could it mean for TikTok and their strategy going forward? 
Thanks for taking my question and big congrats to both of you and the entire Pivot team on your incredible work and the big Webby win this week. Thanks again and have a great week. <laughs> All right, listen, I have an opinion about this. Um, go ahead. What do you want to say? He was lovely from Waterloo. Um, that, that guy wasn't lovely. He was plucky. He was plucky. either very caffeinated or plucky. No, Canadian. seems like, like the kind of guy you'd want in your company because he'd be a good culture carrier, like really happy all the time. We're laying off 30% of the people and he'd be like, this okay. is an opportunity. Um, <laughs> anyways, what do you I think I love about him. This? I know, I know Kevin Mayer. I think this they're is fascinating. Nice. They're literally all nice uh, people. They're not there. all nice. But in any case, many of them are. Many more of them they are here. Um, Kevin Mayer is a fascinating executive. He obviously was in line to replace, and it was a surprise mm. that he did not get that job. That was a big – and he had – I think he had worked at the parks. He has so much experience. Very strong. It's, Disney's got a bench, right? So yeah. he's got to have been like, this is my shot. I'm I'm not going to lose my shot in the Hamiltonian song way. And, you know, I, I think this is the precursor to them spinning TikTok off off of the company. That's been There's yeah. been rumors of that. And this is the guy to do it. He's got a lot of credibility. Um, I don't think it'll affect Disney Plus. I think they've got that in place, and there's tons of good executives there that could run it. Um, but they just there wasn't room enough for Kevin and Bob Chapak, whatever his name is, and uh, and the other Bob hanging around Bob Iger, who's obviously the best CEO of all of all of them. Um, so I think it's a good move. I think it's a great move by TikTok, and I think it's to get it uh, going. I think TikTok's not been a flash in the pan. I think it's a wonderful product. I've been using it a lot this week. Um, really, you use TikTok? I've been testing it out. I've, I've been interested in it. I'm interested. I, of mm. course, interestingly, That's I have it on another crisis. phone. You just should no, it's not. not. Be on no, I watch Sarah Cooper. Like how she's be using it. No, I'm not trying to be. I think there's an opportunity for Corvette lots of next? people on this side. No, there's an opportunity here. I had an interesting uh, discussion with Gary Vaynerchuk about this. He's been doing a lot more on TikTok. There, it would be not remiss on us not to examine TikTok as a distribution vehicle for our mm -hmm. content and stuff like that. I'm doing I this agree. for you. Um, it's not all dancing, and the algorithms there are just superb. They really do know what you want, and that, that's really what I think its secret sauce is compared to Instagram is sort of just random, like it's random, like what you get. In this case, it's always giving you what I want. Anyway, it's I think it's a really big move uh, for them. And I think it's a big move for Kevin Mayer. And I think it's, I think TikTok's going to explode. I do. I do. I do. What do you think? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I think you nailed it. In any company uh, with the quality of Disney, it's the board's job and the CEO's job to have about once a year uh, on a public company board or any good public company board, they'll do a succession review and they'll say, here are our top eight executives and here are two or three that could potentially be CEO. And if you're not doing that, you're not being a good fiduciary. But, Hello? He was one of those guys. And whenever, and every senior executive at a major corporation wakes up every morning and says, Good morning, CEO. They all want to be CEO. They all think they should be CEO. And to a certain extent, they've all been told they've mm -hmm. got a realistic shot at it. Uh, and, uh, and that's how you keep these people around. These people aren't. These people aren't there to end up at number two or three. They're there because they want to be the CEO of a company. And they hit their 50s. They realize they're going to be dead soon. And they get very focused on being the CEO of a great company. And uh, uh, so whenever you announce who the next CEO is, generally speaking, a few people leave to go be CEO of a, of a, of a lesser company. I, I'm, again, I'm using... I'm using faculty, happens. but we, you know, when we don't award kids, you know, I say kids, people in their 30s tenure, they go to generally a, a lesser brand and get tenure. That's sort of this whole farm system. And TikTok, you're right. It probably signals that TikTok is going to spin because he wouldn't go do it to own shares in a private or to own shares in ByteDance. He wants to own, I mean, he'll probably be, if TikTok is in fact spun, my guess is whatever deal he's garnered, he'll probably get several hundred yeah, million dollars yeah. or be a billionaire on the IPO. Um, so this is a brilliant move for ByteDance slash TikTok. He's going to do really well. I think um, it's a great product. So I, yeah, I'm using it. Yeah, I love. I think win, it's a win, terrific win. product. I think it's really inventive and interesting. Now the issue, the issue. And what do you other than the algorithm? Like, what do you is, love about You know, TikTok? I use both. What I've been using Instagram it? a little bit more lately just to test things out. It's easier to use. It's easier to use. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's 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 sort of a easy to use Snapchat. Like I don't know how else to put it. Snapchat is so much more inventive than. Uh, all of them, and yet it's harder to use. And so, um, yeah. and I like Instagram. I see the value in it, but it's not, it's not as usual. It's not being innovated on. Kevin isn't there. Uh, the other Kevin, um, in, uh, the founder, um, Systrom. And so it's just. Well, Facebook just announced a pretty innovative move around, probably around as it relates to Instagram. Fast. You know what that is? What is it? Gangster move. Um, they're going commerce. to. Yeah, um, it's always commerce. Like 
Yeah, they were. It yeah, was already happening. Shop. I bought so many. I Could wanted be. to buy so much stuff on Instagram. It's crazy. They, they ads are wonderful. And by the way, Facebook know, just hit on Kara. Who, Guess what? what? Microsoft was always Facebook at an all-time high. It still was the least innovative place on the earth. I'm sorry. I just great. You predicted. What you did predicted. the dog yes. say about Facebook? Mediocre stock innovation yields great results. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. You're you're ignoring. It's going to be at what an all-time I, what high. Did, what 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 did the dog? All-time high. Okay. I what happened know. yesterday? All-time high. I, I said it would be a 250 right. at an all-time high. I still high, think they're, they're mediocre yesterday. their innovation. In any case, TikTok, I think, is oh their, is their Waterloo. I think TikTok is a really interesting business. I think it's really great. I think it's got the muscle behind it. And when it goes public, it's going to be the real competitor. It is no Snapchat in this case. They cannot see, they cannot slap away TikTok, yeah. especially this executive. And the problem TikTok has, TikTok, TikTok has is... Um, is that it's uh, it's the China issue, and if they remove that, I, and that's what Facebook will try to press on. That's the the wound they've got. Um, that especially with these with this added intensity right now, I think this will. They spin it off. They make it an American company. Remove all the things from China. I think I think it's got a I think it's got a good a good aim at the heart of Facebook. Thank you very much. Okay, so as okay. you would say, <laughs> listen right. to me. Listen to me. Your emotions are clouding your judgment. Facebook. Um, uh, is just on fire right now, and whoever runs strategy there, Zuckerberg. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's Mark, I don't know if it's Cheryl. They are thinking with such a ridiculously clear blue flame. Giphy yes, is probably agreed. the most interesting four hundred million dollar acquisition. They're going to get all kinds of signals. They're going to incorporate better visual uh, tools into their platforms, and they got it for four hundred million bucks. They just did this thing with Joe Mart in India, where they probably potentially could be the most interesting social commerce company in the fastest growing uh, economy. And they just announced this big uh, Facebook shops initiative. They're mm. they're on fire. Facebook, I mean, you just got to give I it to them not. all. Everybody, you know, they, they've said to their 30,000 lawyers and, and Cheryl, just like be our heat shield, be our beard, be our shark repellent. But there are people ignoring all the noise yep. and are very focused on true. long-term strategy. They're, Agreed. they're on fire right Agreed. now. They remind me fire. so much of Microsoft. I can't even tell you. I can't even. They are the Microsoft really? of this age. They, they were like that too. And, and, and they did, you know, they were like that too. I just, I just, I, 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 hmm. I, I think they're also a, a young people repellent. I, there's not a young person I know who thinks it's a great thing, but you know, there's lots of other people than young people. Um, but I, I think TikTok, I want you to try TikTok for a week and then let, tell me you need to try yeah, it. It's really it. a good, it's it. really well done. It's so in, it's so intuitive. And I, I, I'm in, interesting. Creative yeah. people are on TikTok, and I always—it's like neighborhoods that shift yeah. over in no, cities. I, I, the gays are there, you know what I mean, or whatever. That's what. Yeah. No, I need to spend less, more time on TikTok, yes, exactly. less time on chat. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. One more quick break, and we'll be back. <laughs> yes, We're just going to roll right over. I'm ignoring that. it. I'm ignoring it. The people heard it, and I let them let it sit there. You're just going to ignore that. All right, Scott. One more quick break. We'll be back for predictions. Okay, we're back. Scott, I predict that Pivot is going to keep winning more awards and more making more money. We're getting bigger. We are. But give us an edgier prediction than that. That's obvious. That's just obvious. Uh, I think that Shopify is um, is going to make a big acquisition. It's going to make a big acquisition. I think that they now have the market capitalization to start buying. Uh, I, I was actually would have been more... I wouldn't be surprised if Shopify shows up and becomes a competitive bidder for JC Penney's or one or, oh, or one or more. Tell me more. Tell me well, more. I don't. I don't. I don't. Obviously, I don't know anything. But Shopify now. I has, don't know if you don't know. And I think you have insiders everywhere. But keep going. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Shopify. Shopify now has such an incredibly. I don't call it inflated, but it's so fully valued that if mm-hmm. they don't have every investment bank in the world and an incredibly robust corporate development department trying to find acquisitions, they're not doing their job because they it's almost impossible to justify the valuation based on their organic growth right now. So they should yeah. be, I got to think, I got to think a bunch of re, uh, content companies, retailers, whoever it is, are hearing from Shopify. So in the next 90 days, we're going to see a very interesting acquisition. What else? What else there? JC Penny? What else? Oh, they're going to kind of have their pick of the litter because, uh, I mean, what if... Uh, they kind of the interesting move here, the gangster move, in my view, would be if Shopify purchased Macy's. Um, oh. Macy's has great mm. high-end brands. Uh, yeah. They have fantastic e-commerce. They have 
They'd be a friendly acquisition. They would be a friendly That's acquisition. That's right. And Macy's needs to figure out something. They have great real estate. They could probably spin their real estate into a REIT and pay for, you know, a third of the acquisition. Anyway, there's going to be, for the first time in a while, something resembling a bit of a Canadian invasion. I think Shopify is going to buy a big American oh. uh, firm. All right. That is a, that is really – I was not expecting that. I like that. I'm it's unexpected. Like, geez, That's how I keep our third marriage fresh. <laughs> That's how I keep it fresh. I like that one. I like you know, someone counted the amount of times I said interesting on this show. No, there's something wrong with that. Twenty three times. Oh no, that was interesting. It was this this is not just interesting. This is this is hmm. Mm. This gives me ah, that's mm. really smart. I think Shopify is a real another company, uh, another great company that's really I like seeing these people that challenge the big It's the rim right? of our generation. Anyway, TikTok. The TikTok challenges the Facebook, the uh Shopify challenges the Amazon. There's no one challenging Google except for possibly the Justice Department. Uh, but I, I I like DuckDuckGo, but Duck, Duck, not going to happen. Me a break. Not going to happen. Duck, Duck, I listen to me. They're trying. Duck, Duck, They're trying. They're fighting the, the good only people fight. use DuckDuckGo are those people on those those zodiacs trying to ram a whaling ship. I mean, just if you're using DuckDuckGo, oh, it means you're oh, just right. so far out there. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's literally <laughs> listen like, to save me. the whales. Listen to me. Search DuckDuckGo. <laughs> listen. Two interviews I have later this week. I, 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 I'm interviewing Dara Khosrowshahi and uh, Brian Chesky, not together. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me one question for each, and then we're going to go. Yeah, Dara, can you understand why with five or six million people not having access to health insurance, with a large portion of those five or six million people, uh, not it ends up not making minimum wage. Can you understand why people would legitimately want the FTC, FTC or the DOJ to break up a merger that would result in two companies owning ninety percent of food delivery? Isn't this just a really huh? bad idea? Wouldn't 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 any lawmaker that doesn't say no fucking way have their head up their ass if they don't get in the mm-hmm. way of your acquisition here? Isn't this just a no brainer to not allow this? Nice. What about Brian? Oh, just that, that's just super fascinating around what is, when does he expect to see a return yeah. and why and, and how will it reshape or recontour the hospitality, specifically the hotel business? Yeah, he's in better shape than hotels, I think. Like, yeah, I think I people think are right. going to go for Airbnbs. And also, they've hired some really well, interesting You can variable his costs. Uh, if you're at the Marriott yeah. Boca Raton, you can bring your Euro, cost down forty percent, maybe even fifty. But even if you board the place up, you still have the mortgage yeah. on the place. You still have to yeah. keep it fresh. You have to clean it. You have yeah. to. He can literally. I mean, other than his personnel at headquarters, which my guess is he'll he'll get a lot of the gunk he out did. and lay off. You know, decent. He already has he laid has, off a bunch of people. Um, he can variableize his cost way down. So. Anyways, I, I think Airbnb is. A I good think more that. interesting is the people he's hired. He's hired some. He hired a very interesting executive from Apple to take over for uh, someone who uh, stepped down. The COO uh, Belinda, who is quite good. Um, so I think it's interesting. Yes, I think he'll be in a very interesting place. He's a great. He's a really emotional executive, and I don't mean that negatively. He's, he he really does talk about uh, things in a, yeah, in a much groovy. more human he's way. He's groovy. He's groovy. Anyway, Scott, Disney World is starting to open again. Are you going to go? Uh, I'm definitely. It's 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 not it's not if it's when my kids uh, yeah. my kids are you know nine and twelve oh, year old boys. Okay. You got to take them to Disney well, to make lightsabers. So I'm really excited about Galaxy's Edge. I've been dying to check that yeah. out. How about right. you? Are what you going to go do? back? No, I never go to Disney World. Now I'm going to double down on not, not going to. My brother's a big Iger Disney story, person. Are you? Thank no, God. I'm not. I'm just okay. don't go to Disney. I'm just, my brother's a Disney fan, so he can Dr. go. Doctor Swisher. I never. I don't. I don't go. No, 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 no. The no. other one. My other brother. The one you don't brother, talk yes. about. The Tiffany of I'm... your life. The Tiffany Trump of your life. <laughs> he's a good guy. He's a little conservative for my taste, but he's a good guy. Um, he's a lovely. He's a good father. How about I say that? He's a great father. He's a great husband, and his 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 political views are disturbing on many levels uh-huh. that's you how t- it is if you had to pick if you had to pick two of the three you'd probably pick good father and yeah, your husband he's good he is that is true he's a good golfer by the way um <laughs> this so, guy sounds like the whitest case, man on earth <laughs> he really is oh he's he's a good guy he's a guy he's oh, whatever okay he's because he wear britannia him. jeans um, <laughs> i'm trying no, to think how he could be any bezos. he wears bezos polos. does he wear po- logo polos <laughs> corporate logo polos I, he's he's down that avenue, yes. But anyway, he do, he's a he's a. I'm not going to talk about my brother. He's a good guy. I don't want to insult my brother. He's he he's he is what he is. That's all. That's Where what do say. you think I'm going to see him? The fissure in your relationship what? developed. When did it happen, Kara? Talk to when me. He was, 
kid. What happened? <laughs> well, you don't have a fissure. What happened? He's, 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 my, bro- my older brother and I are very much the same personality, very outgoing. Yeah. He is not as outgoing. He is, he's quiet. He's, he's, a, he's brilliant. Um, so he's, there's no fissure. But the Swishers do not have fissures. Because you know what this are, is? This pandemic is an enormous opportunity to strengthen those types of relationships, Kara. That's right. I know that. I know. I just don't want to talk about Hillary Clinton with him anymore. Anyway, anyhow, anywho, uh, does I'm he go know see you think he's a good perhaps. husband and a good father? Have you said that I to him? I think he does. I have said that to him. I am. Uh, he should be proud of his his being, his fatherhood, and he should be proud of his being a husband. I mean, yes. at the end of the day, that's kind I of priority number one. Right? I have said that to him. That is where I focus. That is where I'm going to focus, and that is where I'm going to say I'm going to go visit him. I he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a sweetheart and so see where where anyway, my dad. Thank you for this session. Whereas my yeah. dad, we uh, outstanding political congruence, but he's not a great father. He's not a great oh, father. All right. Well, I would trade the other one. You'd give up that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have a, I like my family quite God, a that bit. That was harsh. I, I didn't mean that, family. Dad. Great. You're, uh, yes, harsh. you did. You totally <laughs> mentioned it. That was harsh. Listen, my, mom is, my mom, as they say, is a piece of work. So, And she's out and about in Florida. She's probably going to Disney World. She'll come and visit you soon and, and pass along some coronavirus uh, germs for, with you if you'd like. Anyway, uh, don't forget if there's a story in the news. This was this took a weird turn. Don't forget if there's a story in the news and you're curious about and you want to hear our opinion on, email us at pivot at voxmedia.com to be featured on the show. Scott, please read us out. Our show today was produced by Rebecca Sananis, and this episode was engineered by Fernando Fanetta, you sexy beast who I haven't met. I want that name. With that, with that name, I would do so much damage. I have a podcast. My name is Fernando Fanetta. Oh, my God. Thanks to him. Engineering. Boom. So our executive producer is Erica Anderson. Special thanks to Drew Burrows and Rebecca Castro. If you like what you heard, download or subscribe. And most importantly, reach out to your siblings and tell them you love them. Repair and strengthen those relationships. Good intentions, feeling nice things about people are not enough. If you're a loving, generous person, say loving and generous things. An enormous opportunity to strengthen the key relationships in our lives. Scott, you're a handsome man. Go on. <laughs> That's it. That's Go all I got. That is all nice I got. Smiling ear to ear. That is nice all ear ear. I got. Nice teeth. Nice teeth. There you go. I do have good teeth. <laughs> <laughs>